Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, girl, hey, welcome to this week's episode of an all-new season of Taste of Taylor. It's the relaunch, baby. I'm Taylor Stricker, and I'm so thrilled and honored to be speaking with the fabulously talented, hysterically funny Jerry O'Connell for my virgin voyage into season two of Taste of Taylor. So in this episode, we deep dive into whether Bravo is responsible for saving marriages all over the world. We also talk about Kelly Dodd. Was she or was she not drunk? And the final verdict is it really all about the pasta? Hey, boy, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Thank it you. It's so exciting to be here. Congrats with your relaunch. Thank you, this darling. This is such an honor. I Thank mean, you. I feel like I'm the first like person on the moon. It's like you're the first boy I ever kissed, <laughs> which was weird, so we don't want to go there. You're like you're <laughs> like when, when Sonia Morgan went through her rejuvenation surgery, I'm like the first <laughs> person she's with after that to like get right into a Bravo reference with you well i love the bravo reference because all roads lead back to bravo we realize this right um, that's listen, the way i live my life it's a real honor that i'm here because i'm in a show called bravo's play by play yes and you are I, you know what if i'm going to be in a show on bravo about bravo liberties i should i should come through here yeah. i mean uh, all, you're you're absolutely right all roads from bravo Lead through your podcast. <laughs> I'll take it. I actually, I was the original play-by-play. Thanks for stealing my show. Um, well, <laughs> listen, uh, y- y- you know, I do have social media, so like a lot of people like tweet at me like, uh, hey, man, this is my idea. Like, we, we always talk about Bravo. And, you know, I, 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 you, you know, I understand a lot of people have been doing programming on Bravo for yeah. a while. And... You know, I can't disagree with you. I I just think that, you know, this did come from Andy Cohen and Michael Davies, who's Andy Cohen's yeah. boss on Watch What Happens Live. So, kind you know, I, I can't disagree with you that a lot of people have been doing Bravo, <laughs> uh, Bravo-centric programming. Um, but uh, we are a little different in the sense that... Um, well, I mean, you'll see. We're we're just a little different. Okay, so it's going to be Mondays, 10, 9 Central. Right after Orange County. That maybe is the most exciting Ooh. thing. So, Honey, is that your favorite franchise? Can you even pick? I know it's like picking your favorite child or something. I can I can pick my favorite franchise. Okay. Um, you know, I have to say, these days, Orange, it, 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 I'll tell you, it fluctuates. It does. Me. It changes season Sometimes season. it's New York. Sometimes it's Orange County. Sometimes it's Atlanta. Right now, I would say it's Orange County because it seems to be firing on all cylinders. Oh. Kelly Dodd is an absolute star. She is a gem of all sparkly, precious stones. She is a star. I, I 
do you have to say I'm really enjoying everything that Kelly's doing, and it is like it is shenanigans referring to Emily's husband as a little bitch. Oh my god! Was maybe I mean I was laughing out loud. It was an LOL moment for me. It was so amazing. So I actually took notes on the episode because I was just so into it, and I wanted to really get what she was saying verbatim. I'm like, if I can't find these notes, I'm gonna flip my shit. Um. So when you get your notes, I got I, it. Okay, <laughs> let's let's hear it. I really wrote it out verbatim. So you want me to do it in, in her voice? You want I, to do an imitation? Is, is, is she your favorite person to imitate? Um, she's one of them. Yes. I, I do a lot of imitations. So I'll read it. I'll read you the line, and then okay, you, sure. you Kelly it back to me. Okay. So she's walking away, right? And uh, he basically said, "Are you like are you, you're drunk?" And then she spun around and said, "I'm not drunk." I'm not drunk. <laughs> and then he said, that's your normal behavior? And he went like this, ew, which was so awesome. Right. And then she said, you're a dork. You're a dork, dude. <laughs> you're a dork. You're a little bitch. You're a loser. Your husband's a little bitch. He's a loser. <laughs> you're a little so this is your, And then Shane's like, this is your real behavior? Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. Shame. You're a little twerp, you're a little pussy, you're a little bitch to this little man. Does she think he's little? <laughs> well, Kelly is a tall woman. I actually um, Is she how tall is she? One of the perks of working on Bravo's play by play on Mondays at ten after Orange County is getting to meet the housewives and I just Epic. spent the morning with Kelly Dodd. So tell me what she's like. She's actually one of my favorites, slash I'm kinda of terrified of her. Um First impressions is that she is beautiful. Gorgeous. A beautiful woman and fun. Quick with a smile. Like, you know what? The kind of, I'm no longer single and haven't been for many years, but the kind of lady I would love to go up to and talk to at a, if I was at a bar and like uh, hopefully get, I mean, back in my day, it was getting digits. That's what you got. <laughs> you know, these days, I guess you... I guess you ask for people's handles on Instagram and just, I'll, I'll DM you. Okay. Oh, you weren't carrier pigeons? That's so weird. <laughs> Let me make a smoke signal for you over here, young lady. Just give me, or you know what I used to do is I used to get people's names and then like a stalker call up information. and 411. Yeah. A member that. Or sometimes go through a little thing they called the white pages. What? Yeah. Paper? Um, I used to have people beat me ST, because ST, I was a drug dealer. I'd be like, STS. Strecker, Strecker, Taylor Strecker got her. Here we go. And then you call me and say, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> oh, you good at that. Oh, wait, I feel threatened. You're going to steal my job with that hey, girl, hey. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask you. I, obviously. By the way, hey, girl, hey is your good morning Vietnam. You got it. It's my, it's my good morning Vietnam. It's my hey now. It's your hey now. It is. It is. And not really fair because other people say it. Now when anyone else says it, people are like, oh, they stole it from you. Um, you they did. You know what I love to hear? <laughs> I love to hear your old war stories from working at Sirius and Ooh. the feuds you would get into with Covino and Rich. Oh, shut your face. And <laughs> the feuds you would get into. It's so funny. You uh, like mentioned like you mentioned Opie and Anthony the other day, and it's really funny. You know, um I'm a naughty girl. No, but I mean you have way. like a you have like a long like radio history. You've been a part of radio feuds. Yeah, twelve years I was in at Sirius. Eleven. Eleven years. Yep. I'm a radio veteran. You know, it, it just goes to show everyone listening that these things don't happen overnight. You know, you're not someone who just went to iTunes and started a podcast. Like, you've been Thank you. working at this. Thank I'm, you. I'm really proud of you. I'm really 
proud of you for doing your research, and I'm really appreciative, so thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, hey, girl. Hey. So, Jerry O'Connell, you're on this amazing show, Play by Play. Uh, you guys can check it out Mondays, 10, 9 Central on Bravo. Sure. So it's you and three of your guy friends. Right. Uh, three other people, Brendan Schaub, who's a UFC fighter, very, very handsome individual. Very, very, very cute. Yeah. Um, are you single these days? I'm actually taken by another Taylor who is a woman. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Brain explosion. Of course. No, no, not brain explosion. <laughs> it was um, for me. I was like, I'm gay. Um, <laughs> I did not know this about myself for 30 Three years. Well, I mean, it's, you know, you you have been awoken. It's 2018. I, I am mean, awoken. But Brendan Schaub, a lot of, lot of people find him to be very attractive. He was on Watch What Happens Live last night, uh -huh. and I was just going through some of the Twitter stuff. People were very, very excited about him. Well, Taylor and I are, of course, looking for a sperm donor, so oh. that could work. Well, this guy, this guy is probably your guy. He's about six foot five, I'm yes. going to say. Big boy, yes. Uh, former athlete, really funny, and because he's sort of like, um, he's just he's a real like he's kind of like a bro. That's such a good impression of him. And That's such a good impression of him. He's um, it's really funny to hear this dude talk about like Vicky Gumbelson, man. <laughs> like, what's going on with her? Like, you know, I gotta tell you, like hearing him break down sort of like her relationships and being like, you know, what's her deal? First, she's falling for like, you know, Dom with. With two ends, and then she's falling for Brooks, and we all know how that ended up. And now she's with this guy, Steve. I don't know. I just think her picker's off, bro. I can't. It's just, it really made me laugh being there. Then we have David Holmes, who's, uh, oh, yes. Um, uh, you're too young to remember this, but he was a VJ BJ. for MTV mm -hmm. uh, back when MTV played videos. And uh, he's actually, I'm going to say he's probably the smartest of all of us. He's, how so? He's just he's he's an intellectual. He just he just knows he did well on his SAT verbal. Let's just put it that way. Do you know for a fact or we could just tell? I can just tell. <laughs> I don't know for a fact. Please, nothing about Bravo Play by Play is based in facts. It's all based on opinions. And feels and they're all and they're all someone else's. Um <laughs> He's just he's he's a writer for Esquire.com. He's just our smart he's our smart friend. He's our brainy he, friend. He pontificates. He takes it very seriously. Yeah, and it's really fun to hear him, you know, be sort of like um, he does. Oh God, this is a terrible imitation I'm going to do, and he's going to hate me for doing this. But he is sort of like our, oh my God, so like good. our intelligent um, <laughs> uh, voice on Bravo Play by Play, and um, it is really funny to hear him say, you know what? I just I'm really sick of uh, Reza of Shaws of Sunset referring to all women, especially Gigi, as his bitches. I just don't <laughs> like that. I wish he would stop using that term. Can we just ask him to stop saying and? That really cracked me up. And then our third host is Michael Yo, yes. who is a famous entertainment reporter. I mean, he's been working for E.T. and all that stuff. He's got his own radio show at the aforementioned radio network that you mentioned earlier. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh -huh. Sirius, home we of... We call them the facility. Home of, <laughs> home of Covino and Rich. He's like, he's so good looking and so fun and just so... It, it, it's just really fun to sit there and talk with, with these guys uh, just about Bravo. It's so funny to me because the only people I've really talked to Bravo about before I did this show was, was my wife. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny how I came into Bravo and how it came into my life. Um, well, this is my question is, when did you first fall in love with Bravo? I'm going to tell you. Thank you. There was, an, there was an exact moment. You can remember it, like any, any great love. I remember my wife and I, my wife and I <laughs> have a television in our bedroom. 
Oh, I love people with TVs in their bedrooms. Yes. I, I don't think you're supposed to do that, though. <laughs> you're not. Uh, yeah. But I'm for it. I, I think it actually hurts relationships it if you... ruins your sex life. Right. But it makes television watching epic. So not only do we have a television in our bedroom, we have the largest television in our house <laughs> in our bedroom. <laughs> and it's always on. Oh, yeah. And my wife, I guess a dozen years ago, started watching a little show called Real Housewives of Orange County. And it was always sort of on, and I didn't watch it. Uh, like any good husband, my wife controls the television. Yes. Um, so it was on, and I didn't really watch it. Maybe I caught like little pieces of it. Maybe when, you know, Tamara was throwing drinks. Uh, oh, when she was getting Gretchen naked wasted, because uh, those are some of my favorite years. Uh, right. Like maybe I looked up then, but I didn't really. I didn't know characters' names. I I just didn't know what was going on. Then New Jersey came around. Are we talking season one with the table flip, or are we talking like season like, one? Okay, yeah. I sort of watched the whole season in our bedroom. That's where my wife, like all the action that happens in our in our bedroom, is coming from the housewives. <laughs> and that scene happened where Teresa Gudice got up and started referring to Daniel Staub from the book "Cop Without a Badge" as a prostitution whore. You are an expert. And was grabbing the table and was flipping it. And I remember getting like watching it. And looking up and then getting out of bed and like walking closer to the television. <laughs> and it all happened. And then I pointed at the TV and I said to my wife, who is that? And my wife said, that's Teresa. That's Trey. <laughs> and I said, what's going on here? And she said, look, she wrote a book. She's in the book. And that girl is supposedly a, prostitution a, a prostitute. And um, she's a prostitution whore. <laughs> and she got really upset about it. And I went, well, what's going on here? My wife said, this is like Housewives of New Jersey. And at that point, I was hooked. And then all the Atlantas came around. Ugh. And then here we are, you know, um, you know, with all the Dallases and, of course, the New Yorks. Yep. In our bedroom, instead of making love, my wife and I would just watch all of the Housewives. And a lot of Below Decks. It runs pretty deep. I, I heard that you were a Below Deck fan, which I appreciate so much. I think it is so underappreciated. Sure. Such a great show. Um, well, it's great. Also, you know, my wife and I, um, we're not we're not this busted in the sense that we only watch Bravo. We do sometimes watch other shows. We like... watched a little show called Downton Abbey because <laughs> we're educated as fuck. <laughs> because <laughs> that's how we roll in our house. Nice. We'll go from <laughs> Teresa Gudice referring to Daniel Staub as a prostitution whore. <laughs> <laughs> right over to Michelle Dockery talking about the shenanigans of what's going on with the, the, the help downstairs. Yes. But don't forget that. But we watched Downton Abbey and then Downton Abbey, of course, ended. Yes. And we were sort of like uh, there was a void in our lives. And you know what filled that void? What? Was Below Deck. Below Deck. Because de it was a, it's so basically. So similar to Downton Abbey. You were actually right. It's the upstairs downstairs. Yeah. It's, it's the people who work for the. For the people who are the haves. You need another upstairs downstairs. It's our upstairs downstairs. <laughs> Except instead of instead of like on Downton Abbey where like people are just like kissing passionately and then it like fades to black, you actually on below deck see people hooking up with those little like they didn't have night vision cameras in Downton Abbey days. No, they did not. No, okay. they did not. It just faded to black. Yeah, it just like would be like, like a two people making out like next to a fireplace and then that would be it. <laughs> Now we get to you know, see, you all see the it all. Gritty. Like they didn't have people getting like wasted at some bar in Mykonos <laughs> or in Ibiza. Thank you for they saying didn't it have properly. Hannah, uh, oh, Hannah is going so through a, a breakdown. Um, 
A drunken breakdown. Uh, <laughs> Normally. Yeah, how did it come to be? You know, I'll tell you, like, the long story and tell me when this gets too boring. Never. I realize I don't want to be boring on your first, on your virgin voyage here with yes, your podcast. Yes, the relaunch, baby. The rejuvenation relaunch. It's, it's, it's vaginal rejuvenation of <laughs> Taste of Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> the rejuvenation. Yeah, it's got this whole new car smell in here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know how it really came about is about 10 years ago, I was doing a play here in New York. Mm-hmm. Regis Philbin. Okay, heard of him. Everyone know remembers him. him. Know him. Had heart surgery, and they were looking for people to fill in while he was taking a, a, a leave of absence. I so remember this. I so remember this. And... The booker for, at the time, Regis and Kelly. Yep. It was Regis and Kelly. It wasn't it even was. Kelly and Regis. Yeah, it was he, Regis his and Kelly. name was first. I knew her in L.A. And she called me up late one night and said, I need you to come in. Like, Neil Patrick Harris backed out. Like, he missed his flight or something. I need you to come in tomorrow. This is like 11 o'clock at night. Damn. I think I was at a bar. I said, sure. And I showed up. And I have known Kelly Ripa a little bit. And we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I think when he was on that sick leave, I filled in a bunch of times, dozens of times. Because you were magic. You know, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, by the way, I interviewed, this is how long ago it was, okay. I interviewed the cast of Real Housewives of New Jersey there. So like season one. Season one. No. And it was so exciting. And, you know, I was on and there. you were in it at that point. I, well, I was watching it. Yeah. I knew exactly what was going on. You know, it was Kelly Ripple who said, you should keep doing this. You're you're good at it. Yeah. Uh, Regis left. Michael Strahan took over. Then Michael Strahan left. Yeah. And then I was really I remember. You know, I was in I that. Remember. I was in the competition for that seat. You I know? was. I was rooting for you. And I got. And you know what I got is I got a. I got a hunger to do it. Yep. I got a competitive. You know, it's funny. I wasn't interested. I was an actor. I wasn't interested. And then when someone said, "Hey, it's down to you and a couple of other guys," I became competitive about it. Obsessed. And, and not obsessed. I'm only obsessed about Bravo shows. <laughs> but I became competitive. Yep. And I did not win. I didn't get that job. You was robbed. But I now. Wasn't ro- I was not robbed. Uh, look, I understand. I completely understand why Ryan Seacrest got that job. I have no social media following. I know I should have probably told you about that before you booked me get on your out show. Of, get out of my vaginal what? rejuvenation session now. This is intimate. Um, I have no social media following. I have no access to a famous reality show family uh, <laughs> that rhymes with the, oh, that rhymes with the Fardashians. Um, I have no access to Kanye. I don't have a catchphrase at the end. Like, I don't say O'Connell out. <laughs> um, I am not a professional broadcaster. I know. To me, you are. I know you can't tell that from your virgin voyage here, but <laughs> it's not what I do. So I completely understand why I didn't get it. But I lost. I don't want to say I lost publicly. But, you know, a lot of times if I go to the supermarket, like people will come up and go, you should have gotten that job. That's how I feel. And it's funny. It, it's, do you like um, hearing it or are you like, please stop saying this to there's me? There's nothing you can do about it. I right. mean, it's so funny. For years before that, all I would hear is, hey, fat kid from Stand By Me. So it's like <laughs> no one ever comes up to you and goes, uh, hey, man, you're doing really well. Like no one comes up to you and goes, hey, man, you're doing really well. Like congrats with everything. People you're come right. up and go, you should have. You, 
You lost to Ryan Seacrest, and you're not as talented. That's just how it goes. No, no, that's what Life Jerry is terrible. Hears. That's what Jerry hears. You're a failure. How does it feel to be a failure? You're, but, not, you're number two, not number one. I, I'm oh. still very friendly with Kelly Ripa. She said, stay in this world, man. Hey. It's stay in this world. It is your wheelhouse. You are you are such a a guy, you know? You're this attractive, like very well, like that's every, the Botox. Who doesn't want to be married to Cherry O'Connell? You know? Um, who doesn't want to date him? Who doesn't well, have a you crush? You probably on talk to my, my if my wife were on here, <laughs> she'd probably say talk about my deficiencies, but um But you also have the side of you where you're like every girl's best friend too. Like you can talk the talk with the ladies, but still very appealing. You know, I really have my wife to think, thank for that because she got me hooked on that Bravo, man. I believe the quote was, uh, the, the, the glue or, or the secret to our marriage is Bravo. It's the glue that keeps us together. I did say that, what didn't What a quote. I? You know what's funny is my wife and I will go out to dinner and we will talk about Gina Kay's divorce on Orange County for an entire meal. Wait. Are you? I'm devastated for her. But did you think? Do you think she went into the show knowing that the divorce oh, was she coming? Had to. It, she it, had a, to. She had to. It's genius and very uh, you know, empowering think, move. Listen, in my opinion. Uh, l- listen, there's a couple of tropes in all these shows, and you know what? I'm so glad that I'm here to like really talk about this. One of the big tropes is yes. go through a divorce because next season Gina's going to start dating again. You know it. Meet some hot ass guy. Mm-hmm. L- like, look at Shannon. Shannon right now is going through that divorce, and you feel for her. That date was awkward. I don't know why she wore those shoes with, obviously, a broken a broken ankle I'm going to go with. Right? I mean, she walked in there like a zombie. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's like, uh, I, and, uh, I look, and I'm no, like, I was going to say Dr. Oz, but I meant to say Dr. Drew. I'm no, like, relationship specialist here, but, like. Like, don't, like, limp into a date. It's no. Just, it, especially, he, it's like your first date in 25 years. That's your first impression, too. Like, he's going to think. I mean, it's almost like Shannon wants to walk. do things to fail so she can, like, not have to yep. actually, like, have to kiss a dude at the end of the night or, <laughs> God forbid, go home and get some. Do it, you know? <laughs> I mean, listen, if I was going on a first date after being divorced, I would have been sloshed. I would have said... Oh, me too. I would have said right off the bat, I got to get drunk. This has got to happen. I'm so sorry. I, I, like, I, I'm going to get a little wasted tonight because I'm just not used to this, and it's the only way I can endure it. I, I would have I just said that right off the bat. Just going to take a real quick break to talk about one of our awesome sponsors, Casper. I love Casper. So Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. They're unbelievable. I don't know if you know this, but girl, you spend one third of your life sleeping. So guess what? It better be comfortable and you better enjoy it. There's nothing worse than a bad mattress and there's nothing better than an awesome mattress. Am I right or am I right? Oh God, bad mattresses are the worst. You like wake up and you're like, why do I feel like my butt is in my neck? Um, luckily, Casper is an amazing mattress that will give you an incredible night's sleep. You're going to wake up being like, that was delicious. So my girlfriend and I actually have a Casper mattress at her parents' house. And it's so, I actually am like, can we go home and visit your parents more so we can sleep on our Casper bed? It's so amazing. And it's not just me. They've got over 20,000 reviews and have an average of a 4.8 star review across Casper, Amazon, and Google. Okay, Casper is hands down becoming the internet's favorite mattress. And it's no wonder why. Okay, so it's comfortable. Also, 
I love this feature. It has a breathable design that helps you stay cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. I'm telling you, I suffer from hot leg syndrome. I haven't been diagnosed by a doctor, but it feels like it should be diagnosed by a doctor. You know when your legs get so hot and you're just like, ah, fire! It doesn't happen in the Casper bed. Not for me, at least. And, of course, you can't beat the price. It's affordable because, guess what? Casper is cutting out the middleman, and they sell directly to you, which is awesome. And I'm telling you, it's delivered right to your door in a, like, this small how do they do it size box. When I remember when I got our Casper mattress, I was so confused. I was like, is this a pillow? <laughs> no, but then you open it up and you unroll it and it poofs up. It's like it's like the Chia Pet of mattresses. It's freaking amazing. So if you need a mattress, and you know you do, you deserve to be a person that wakes up and goes like, oh, I love my bed. I say give it a shot and you've got literally nothing to lose. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep on a trial. So you can try it. Try it. Test it out. Do you like it? Great. Keep it. You will. Don't like it? No worries because they have hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied. Free shipping and free returns in the U.S. and Canada. And... I'm going to save you a little bit of money too. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash T-O-T. You've got to go to casper.com slash T-O-T to get that $50 off towards select mattresses. Now terms and conditions do apply, so check them out. How about this? I'm telling you, you're welcome. And now back to this riveting interview with the amazing Jerry O'Connell. So. This feels so good to talk, like in Bravo speak. It's, it's really a special language. Well, then you're going to love Bravo play-by-play. Play. I, I know mean, it, honey. Is, I know it. This, this is what is, you guys do. This is basically all we do. Um, so I have to ask, I know that uh, your wife and you are bonded through Bravo, but have you ever not agreed on like getting team this or team that and has it caused a rift in your relationship? Because for me, I've ended friendships if they're team somebody who's on the wrong side. Wow, that's such a good question. Thank have we you. ever thought about something... We're both, you know, we both tend to have the same opinions about things. Isn't that crazy? Thank God. That's, I mean, that, well, that shows that you're a perfect match. Because I, one of my best friends and I always have, like, the person she thinks is the worst is my favorite and vice versa. And right. it makes me question our friendship. My wife and I are both Team Carol. I'm also Team Carol. Wow. Woo! That was my next question. I was like, this is going to wow. really, this is going to be the thing. So Not a lot of us out there. My really good friend, Claudia, girl with no job, from the morning toast. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was on her show and vice versa. And we are not seeing eye to eye on right. she's so Team Bethany. No. And I'm so I mean, like, I can understand that perspective, but I am definitely no. Team Carol. Carol and Bethany, the country has not been this divided <laughs> since like since Sanjaya. <laughs> Are you old enough to get that reference, or am I, like, I am just an old man? Is that an old? Is that an old? Does that really age me? Do no. I have to get out now? No. He has no social media following. <laughs> he made a Sanjaya reference. Get him out of here. Give him his walker. He and came send on, him on, on his our, way. On my virgin show. I can't believe I relaunched the broadcast. I knew I should have brought that British tabloid reporter who I talked about going to parties with. Rob Shooter. Yes, it was amazing. Oh my God, we went to the OK party. It was amazing. And then I did a tequila. And it was just incredible because Jill Saren was there. Bethany doesn't show up anymore. Bethany doesn't come to those. It was such a good time. Yes. That, that's a pretty good imitation of him, isn't it? It is fantastic. I think you need to team up with the Countess and like do like a cabaret of impersonations. I see I this in your future. I met the Countess. She looked beautiful. Of course. She's not, she's not in the sauce anymore. It makes people look good. She was, of course, wearing 
Somebody! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Talk about that for a second. Okay, Dorinda with the Giovanni. Yeah. I thought she was justified. No, no I was actually going to say something. I was actually going to say something kind of. I was going to say something kind of deep earlier, and I sort of lost my train of thought because we're just <laughs> we're just going all over the place. Oh God, remember the OK party? I was going to say, um, watching Dorinda this season on New York Housewives was, <clears throat> and I'm not alone in this, a little difficult at times. Yes. It. It's a little difficult at times. That said, the worst just, was the Miami dinner. That was the hardest because um, it was the it was. I don't. I would say the Cartagena late night discussion with <sighs> Bethany when she was fishing her cigarettes off the floor. I'd say that was that was yeah. You're I'm, right. I'm not even sure that should have made been on it the to show. air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now that said, just last season, like with the clip, clip, clip stuff, Dorinda, it was still fun. Yeah. Okay. It, at, at times, it got a little sad for me, you know. Yeah. It was a little. It was a little too too dark for got me. A little real. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it got a little real. Now that that said, that's what makes these shows so great. It's not just you know. It's not just you know produced fluff. No. Fake fights, you no. know. The Vanderpump cast, you know, people always are like, "There's no way that's real." It's fucking real. I mean, just James getting that cash bonus and then waving it around with everybody. Well, you I don't mean, normally do that. That's how I always behave I mean, when I go listen, to the bank. I know I'm from <laughs> New York, so I like have like that like sixth sense about me. But like, whenever someone gives me cash, I hide it in my underwear. I tape it <laughs> to my anus <laughs> tightly. Um, oh, and he was just like, he roll did, it up and stick it in the taint. He did like everything <laughs> you're not supposed to do with cash, like waving it around, like ah. Look at me. See you next Tuesday, James <laughs> Kennedy. Um, oh wow, he sounds a lot like uh, your your friend who was oh, on. Oh shooter. The, yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, love me some Vanderpump. Love yep. the whole cast. They're all great. One is better than the next. I think they're so good looking. I think they're so fun. I don't dislike anyone. Um, I'm gonna go as far as to say as of all Bravo shows, yes. of everyone on Bravo, everyone, and I'll go like I mean. All the below decks, all the housewives, all the people's couches, all every Bravo show. People's couch, so good. <laughs> Male, female, whatever. The best looking Bravo liberty. Okay. Is? And I've seen him in person. Is? James Kennedy. <laughs> he is the hottest. Mr. Pasta himself? Pasta. It's not about the pasta letter! <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll stop. Oh, um, he, <laughs> I was. Really? Is, I, I've I've seen him now in person. I've seen him now in person twice. Okay. You know, I hang out at Tom Tom and Pump all the time. So, wait, your Tom Tom review was epic. Thank uh, so, you for, for those who don't know, you can follow me on Yelp. I bet that's the first time you've ever heard someone say that on your <laughs> podcast. Uh, go ahead, you can follow me on Yelp. I'm at Jerry O'Connell at Yelp. Um, <laughs> um, I gave. I, we all went to Tom Tom. Why? Because we're doing the show Bravo Play by Play, which okay. is on Mondays on Bravo, 10 p.m. Yep. And we said, hey, let's have a like a here we go dinner. And where should we do it? Let's do it at Tom Tom. They had it. their soft opening. And I wanted to see that ice, that crazy ice machine that they bought. And? It wasn't there. They got rid of the fucking ice machine. Like I spent an entire season watching them buy that ice machine and install it. And then watch Lisa Vanderpump have to try all those frozen spoonful yes. drinks. Yes, yes. And the second I got there, I was like, where's that ice machine? And they were like, oh, it's not here. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? 
These shows are all fake. This is all fake. <laughs> I quit. I'm out of here. Um, but um, we went there, and then I woke up the next morning in my haze, and I was like trying to piece together everything that happened, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to write the best Yelp review ever for Tom Tom because I had such a fun night. And then I just found myself making jokes like, you know, to to quote Dorinda, like they made it nice. You gotta make it nice. Always and gotta make I it nice. Made a joke about how fast the service was, faster than Captain Lee can dock a boat. I I, I just made a bunch of jokes, and uh, man, it just I think comments by celebs reposted it. I don't yes, know how they, they found it. They did, but they reposted it. Amazing, yes. amazing story. I then a one Kenneth Todd at <clears throat> a friend's wedding. <laughs> And Ken Todd walked right up to me and I was like, oh gosh, what's this going to be about? You know, like, did I like say, did I, I think I said on, um, I think I said on Bitch Sesh uh-huh. that they should put me on, they should put my wife and I on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They should. I'm, 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 Are you I'm, open to it? I'm begging my wife to do it. It's oh, my, please. listen, you gotta, when my wife comes here and sits down with you, Rebecca, you can, you can talk to her about I'll, doing it. I'll talk it. her into it. I'm very persuasive, manipulative. Um, but I want to go. I mean, I fully want to. I want my kids wait, on wait. it and everything. Which husband would you be the most like on Beverly Hills? Because you know, I mean, the, 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 they're they're an entirely separate show on, do, on I would, themselves. I'd probably be um, a lot like uh, Shane in Orange County. Shane, I'm joking. Please, um, God, no. I'm like, first of all, you gotta give me a second. He's, he's brand new. Oh my God, he is. Who, is he the worst or what? He's the worst, right? He, you know what? I have to tell you. My, my first reaction to him was that he's a monster. <laughs> I don't when he back. when he got mad at Gina yeah, for you. making noise leaving the poker party. Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, he's a new house husband in Orange County. Uh, Gina, who's a new housewife, was letting loose. She's going through a divorce. She got drunk. They yeah. had a party at their house. Yeah. And she was like a little, la- she's like from Long Island and you know, everything's fine with a divorce. Everything's fine. There's nothing wrong. Everything's fine. Oh, God, I'm getting a divorce. Oh God, I just we split apart. What are you going to do? We moved to LA. Oh God. Um, by the way, he, who we have not seen in the show, yeah. is a smoke show. Is he? Yes. Wait, where did you see picture? Give me a link. Just go online and I can't spell her. I can't even pronounce her I last name. Kirshing her. Kirsch, 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 whatever. Gina K. Just look up her husband. They both met at Hofstra, a local university here in Long Island. Oh my God, deep dive. Um, you vortexed. And um, <laughs> they, uh, I, I mean, it was pretty evident from the beginning that they were getting a divorce. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, Shane, the new house husband, yelled at her for drunkenly making noise in their house. Yeah. And, like, I, like, it's so funny. Like, a lot of times in these shows, I put myself in the position of not only the house husbands or the housewives. And I was like, if my wife had her friends over. Would you ever? I, I would never no. yell at them for well, getting drunk. Not... I would encourage them to get drunk Urgh. and party. Like, party. Yes. I'd want them to, like, let loose. I want my kids to wake up and see you, like, fully closed on my couch. It was crazy. Yes. So that's when I first started to not like him. We're going to like jump into this, like just brush up on a, a little bit of like, like just brush up on like some of the classics, some of the, uh, like I have never had multiple partners in my life. Just get on some like, <laughs> Wait, get on some classics, you know? I got to ask you, okay, which Bravo celebrity do you think you will be the most starstruck by on your show when you meet? Um... I've met a lot of them now. Okay. Have you uh, been starstruck? 
And I have to say, um, if you say James Kennedy, I'm going to flip a table. <laughs> seeing James Kennedy was, I was astonished at how handsome smitten I was when oh, I saw him. Okay, I didn't know you were going to go there. Thank you. <laughs> James Kennedy was someone I was so ready, and I have like made fun of. Like, right, yeah, I'm a DJ. I hit play on my iPod. <laughs> I come in Tuesday nights, and I hit play on my iPod, and I'm a big-time DJ. Right, coach a club, my father and his boy, George. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a distant godson of George Michael. I don't know how much money I'm getting. I don't know. Right, la, la. Where's your fatty, fatty husband? He's a fatty, fatty. Like, he was someone who, like, he's easy to make fun of. He's always drunk. He's always smoking. Yeah. He just doesn't give a crap. Like, someone who's always smoking on camera, like, they just don't, don't care, you know? It's, it's not even like, hey, I'm going to go have a cigarette when the camera's not rolling. Oh. I mean, he just doesn't give a shit. And i got to say, when I saw him, For I him was like... For him to be that handsome was very shocking. I, I, I went to Tom Tom. Oh, man, I'm going to really drop some some wisdom on you here. I went to Tom Tom with Captain Lee of Below Deck. No, you didn't. I swear to you, I did. I have the pictures to prove it. I'm going <laughs> to give them to you, and you can put them on your website. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, and James Kennedy walked in, and I, I, I became really flustered around him. I became speechless. So the word would be starstruck. You were um, starstruck by was, James Kennedy. I was starstruck. But I do have to say, I did meet Leanne Locken <gasps> of Dallas. So and I thought she was really beautiful and really. Um, I, I'm, I'm what about those like, hands, though? What about those uh, hands? These hands. These hands. <laughs> I, I did look at them. Um, Ants. They're going blind. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, you know, all of them. Erica Jane is gorgeous when oh, you meet her. She is. And Lisa she, Ren is gorgeous. And, and, and Erica is a star. Like, she carries herself like a star. Yeah. Because she deservedly so is. Oh, yes. you, you know who was very attractive also in person? Who? Um, This is going to be a little random. Teddy Mellencamp. I'll take it. Totally. I can see it. Class and, act. you know, when you're around her, you really take accountability for yourself. Really? You, um, Interesting. I'm so bizarre. I wonder how that happens. I just want to take a quick break to talk about one of our fabulous sponsors for the brand new Taste of Taylor podcast. So if you're like me, then you know how hard it is to find the perfect bra that looks good, feels comfortable, and most importantly, that fits great. Back in the day, like I was like buying cheap bras or like I didn't like like the fact that my bra size was my bra size. So I was just like getting like crappy ones. And I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. Like a bad bra, ugh. Like it, it makes your boobs look weird and it makes you look heavier, truthfully, and so uncomfortable. So I'm telling you, I, I have a whole new respect for bras and I am all about the good bra game. And well, that's how I stumbled across an amazing brand called Le Mystere, okay? So they're fantastic. They have a huge celebrity following for more than 20 years. Now I know why people love these bras because they're incredible. They designed the most beautiful lingerie and it looks stylish, but it actually feels amazing. For me, that's the thing is like, I used to look at underwear bras like it's like there's lingerie and then there's like cozies, you know, and there's really no happy medium. But Le Mystere, they actually nail both. So it's like sexy and it's fashionable and it makes you feel feminine and good. But at the same time, it's like wearable and comfortable. That's what's up, girlfriends. Finally, I don't have to sacrifice sexy for fit. Also, having boobs is kind of amazing. Like, you know, ugh, whatever. I always complain about my weight gain. But the good part is I get these awesome boobs. But if I'm not like 
supporting them properly, they're like slob kebabs. So I definitely feel transformed when I wear my Le Mystere bra. This is very important too, and my big chested sisters out there can understand. They also have sizes from A. I mean, in my lifetime, I've actually been like an A or a B, but they go all the way up to H, and I just love how they're accessible to everyone. They are sold to fine retailers like Bloomingdale's, Saks, Lord & Taylor, Dillard's, where you can actually have a one-on-one -on -one fitting with one of their brand ambassadors. But if you're crunched for time, like most of us are, you can actually schedule a Skype fitting with a certified bra fitter on their website, which is lemistere.com. Plus, the best part, 50 of our listeners can get a free Lemistere cosmetic bag with their purchase. It's super cute, and I'm always needing a good cosmetic bag, girl, you know? So go to lemistere.com slash gift and add the bag to your cart and add your other purchases, and then use promo code T-O-T to knock the price of the bag to zero. That's L-E-M-Y-S-T-E-R-E dot com slash gift and promo code T-O-T. Discover Les Mystere and discover you transformed. And now back to our episode with Jerry O'Connell. And it's exciting to be a part of a show where I have an outlet where I can talk about it. I mean, it's so fun that now I watch an episode of Dallas and I'm actually like, if I come up with an idea like, um, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, something where Brandy has a pop-up clothing shop and I'm like, oh, hey, um, you know, wouldn't it be fun if me and, you know, me and the guys came up with a pop-up clothing shop and we did it right on the street? Ugh. Um, Like, you know, I get to, like, take notes when I watch these shows Isn't it now. fun? It's really fun. I mean, well, I, I guess it's something similar to your life. I mean, you, like, you talk it. about it all. I mean, yeah. do you get bored coming to work ever? No, never. I'm so excited to come talk shit every single day. Don't yeah. like hanging up early, but that's okay. It's um, it's di it's it's different for me, and it's really it's 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 really a lot of fun. Well, Jerry, I'm you're really so good at it, and your and your um, your enthusiasm, genuine, authentic enthusiasm for all things Bravo, is just contagious. I swear, and I feel like anybody who's listening to this set maybe isn't a huge Bravo person will be after this conversation. It's just it's just a way of life. It's really good, you know. And I'll tell you, and it's relatable. You can relate to some point in any television show that is on Bravo. Uh, uh, and, and, and uh, I mean, I know you said Bravo is the glue that holds. No, you said that. My my <laughs> marriage together. Do you have a housewives tagline? Um, my housewives tagline is always look out for number one, and don't step in number two. <laughs> <laughs> that's from a Rodney. Da that's a Rodney Dangerfield joke. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess that would be my tagline. Oh my god, so mine also one. has poo in it. You want to oh, hear it? Yeah. I have no filter, so if you have a weak stomach, don't have a drink of me because I'll give you diarrhea. Do you like it? Um, it's too long. I'm so sorry. It is. It is a little long. You you only have a couple of seconds of those things. You know, I just imagine yourself like taking two steps and turning around, like hands on the hips, and then maybe like showing off whatever dress you're wearing and smiling and just like moving your head back and forth. Um, so it's a little long, and. I don't know if I've heard the word diarrhea in any of the. <laughs> well, I heard yet. it a lot in Roni's season, uh, whatever we are in ten reunion, and the poops everywhere. All they did was talk about their diarrhea. That was the first time I ever actually saw excrement on any of the housewife <laughs> shows. Is when they showed Ram Ramona Skidmark on the floor <laughs> of the hotel With from hell in Cartagena. Cart Cartagena. Poor guy standing in it. Oh god! And then the poor woman was scrubbing <laughs> the mattress. Hands of By the way, I'll tell you the most disturbing thing is: so if someone shits in the bed, all they do is like scrub. <laughs> they don't like throw the whole bed out. They don't. 
least flip the mattress? They, I hope that was bleach. Let me tell you something. Forget about bleach. If, if, like, I, I've never shit. Like, I know, I know there's a term, <laughs> shit the bed. I mean, if someone shits in a bed, don't you just throw the bed out? I it's would done. hope so. Although my little sister had explosive diarrhea in my bed, and we actually kept the, we kept the mattress. So having gone was in there, kids, done that. Was it kid shit? It was baby shit. All right, so That's baby different. shit doesn't count. <laughs> Like, if it's Ramona shit. <laughs> no, Luann shit. Was it Luann shit? Yeah, but she was sober at that point, so it was probably pretty clean. Oh, so that was Luann's bed. Yes. Luann pooped the bed. All right. Well, the I didn't realize it was Luann shit. If it's, if it's Luann shit, then it's fine. <laughs> I it's thought royal. it was Ramona shit. <laughs> it's royal shit. Okay, and the last thing before I let you go, uh, I am a New York City girl. You see that? Tay? Yeah, sure. I like to throw my name into things. Sure. Pretty cheesy, blatant promotion. So, um, I want you to share your seriously, not like your pretend, your most favorite thing, place to go to in New York City. Because a lot of our listeners come to New York City and they kind of right. use me as their like uh, travel agent, which is well, so 80s of them. And first I love of all, it. I don't know if you know this, but I grew up in Manhattan. I'm born and raised. I did. I grew up in a little village called Chelsea. Ooh, that's a cool place to grow up. Um, where do I really like? I'm in Chelsea. Um, there's a old school Irish bar. Um, and uh, listen, a lot of cops and firemen hang out in there. It's called Peter McManus Peter on Mc... 20th and 7th. Uh-huh. It's a great bar. Cheap drinks. They Very stiff. Um, really, really good place. Um, what's, a, what's, a, what's a really cool place to go to in Manhattan? Yeah, I'm going to go with Peter McManus. It's a, okay. it's a super cool bar. It and really it's, is. it's like a divey Irish pub. Yeah. I gotta go there. Yeah, I have not been there. I'm gonna go there. Yeah, it's really fun. And oh, and you know what? A lot of funny people always go there because Upright Citizens Brigade or the old Upright Citizens Brigade is like down the street. So you always get like really fu- like a like a fun mix of cops and like and funny comedians. It's, I like it. It's a really cool place. Add it to the roster. Thank you, thank you, um, Jerry O'Connell. Thank you for joining me on my my Virgin Voyage. What an honor to be here. Anytime, if you need me to call in. Oh my God. If you need advice on anything. Oh my God, I can just if, come on every week. <laughs> if, I mean, supplies are my new co-host. Listen, if you need anything, any insight, if you want me to tell you about any secret episodes from Bravo <laughs> that I've seen a month ahead of time, and then I can get in trouble with Bravo PR. Um, no, but it really is uh, such an honor to be here. You you do great stuff. and um, Thank you, Jerry. It well, was really an honor to be here. I feel honored that you came on the show. And also, I'm so excited for Play by Play, you guys. It's a late-night talk show on Bravo. And Jerry is hosting it with all of his delicious love for all things Bravo. Follow Jerry on Yelp. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to end with, bye, girl. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Taste of Taylor. Also, guys, please, please subscribe, comment, and make sure to tell your friends about it, people. Come on, spread the love. And also, don't miss an all-new episode of the all-new season of Taste of Taylor every Wednesday, just through your podcast app. I'm telling people, like it, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. 